Welcome back to another Brother Brother episode 81. It is episode 81. This is Brother Brother. A podcast. The year of your birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A podcast that is part tongue in cheek, uh, part therapy, all real talk. I'm. I think I got that out of order, but it don't matter. I'm pretty sure you did that backwards. I was like, oh, yeah. we we just remixing. Re- right. Re- 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 remix. Remix. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Uh, I think we're back on schedule now after, like, we had a little uh, hiatus and then um, things kind of, I don't know. Uh, we, we were going to do a double record. It didn't happen. Just stuff happened. So, But we're back on schedule now. So here we are. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, my brother, Jonathan. How you doing? I am doing great. It's uh, like going to be 75, maybe even 80 here finally. It's going to be like that this whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, happy Pride Day. Happy Pride Week. Happy Pride Month, however you celebrate. I know each area does something a little different, but here in Boston today is Pride Day. Um, there's going to be some big celebrations down in the Commons. Uh, people are gonna be partying all weekend. So, are are you going are, to that one? Are going to any marches or, or parades or anything like that? The march actually starts uh, about forty minutes from now, so I will not be going to that. Oh, but okay. I will be going uh, into the city with some friends to um, some events in the Commons and uh, maybe to a, a mutual friends after party mm-hmm. later on tonight. So, oh, I'm going. I'm I'm going to get down. Oh, I'm going get down. I, I, get, I get you. I get you. You don't want to go to too many marches. I mean, you're going to the straight Pride March. It doesn't make I, sense to go to both. Exactly. Um, I will be going to the straight Pride March because uh, packing uh, an eight pack of of shakes. Shakes. Milkshakes. You get a shake. You get a shake. <laughs> Everybody get shakes on them. <sighs> uh, Boston showing its pride in the worst type of way. Although I don't put that on the city of Boston. I put that on some male chauvinist white bro assholes right right Uh, i um, also think like i I hate when i sometimes hate when when um municipalities get slammed for the stupidity of of the people you know like like for instance we have these laws that are out here to protect all manner of freedom of speech or whatever so it's not like they can be like, oh, we're not going to allow this, this, and that, you know, because then that's one of those things that cuts both ways. Like, if we're going to allow people to express and march for things that we approve, then, you know, we also have to let them march or whatever for things that we don't approve. I mean, but the difference is, I mean, we could always go out there and protest or whatever. Exactly. Stop blaming Boston for this and the people of Boston. We have no choice. Legally, we have no choice. That being said, Boston is one of the racist, most racist cities in America. But, it's uh... it's problematic for sure, but I don't <laughs> think it's one of the most racist cities today the way it used to be. It definitely has one of the most racist histories of U.S. cities. But, I mean, we're not fucking Milwaukee or Minneapolis or any of the most of the cities down south. I mean... I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, Hell, wow. we're not even I, as bad. We're not even as bad as New York City is. You know what? Because they shoot more black people in New York, black and brown people in New York, than they do in Boston. That's because they use like, of force. That's because they're like ten black people in Boston. That's not even true. There's a whole <laughs> section of Boston where they put all the black and brown people. 
Ah, I'm fucking with you. Oh, way. Well, you're not too far off, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just want to say I'm glad that we're talking again. Yeah, you and me both, man. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We had a little tiff this week. I, I, I thought I thought I'd been written off. Um, I can't write you off. You're my brother. <laughs> I can step away from you for a little bit, but I cannot uh-huh. write you off. Respect. And if you... And if you weren't being an asshole, I would not have to step away from you. Oh, oh I think uh, you were the one being an asshole. But you know what? We don't need to. We don't so. need to. We don't need to judge that uh, up. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't we think definitely we don't. To. We definitely don't. Yeah. We know who's to blame, and it's the older one of us. No, uh, it's it's the youngest. But uh, well, we know how the older generation doesn't like to ever take responsibility. It's always oh. up to the younger folk to fix the problems oh, of the older okay. ones. So. Okay, you want to act like twenty minutes, twenty months is a, a new generation? Okay. Hey. Okay. Older is older. All right. Anyway, let's get into the Carson <laughs> corner. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So my week this week was pretty good, aside from some car problems. Not really car problems, just issues that had needed to be fixed, and we finally took the time to fix them all at once. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a little drastic. I had to put some new tires on the car. Um, had to. We had some brakes. A brake repair that we had done completely fell on us. But luckily, the piece had been recalled, so we were able to get that new repair and the damage that it did to the car. Um, basically, uh, mostly paid for. We paid 150 bucks um, for some new suspension stuff, and oh, even that was only- that's awesome. Oh yeah, it was only the parts. Uh, they didn't even charge us for labor, so that was that was great. So, uh, did it like fell like while you're in traffic or something? Like it wasn't one of those oh shit I'm about to die situations. No, no, it was um, it was like literally we were driving and it would feel like our emergency brake would come on and like we couldn't get the car to go over forty because the calipers were were sticking. Mm-hmm. And we took it back to the place that did the brakes, and they basically were like, yeah, your brakes are completely worn out. And, you know, brakes are supposed to last longer than two months. Right. So, but then they did a check and they called us back that day and we're like, hey, we got good news for you. Uh, you know, those brakes were on a recall and I called the company and they're, they're going to replace the brakes, replace the, the pads, the calipers, the rotors. And, um, they're going to pay us the labor to fix the suspension issue, but they're not going to pay for the part itself. And we were like, fuck it. What? 150 bucks to get all that shit fixed. So, so they're gonna pay for all the labor and everything, but the 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 defective. How, that seems ass backwards to me. No, okay. no. So the the suspension wasn't on recall, but the brakes affected the suspension. We basically would have if if we would have wanted them to pay the parts, we would have had to have like basically paid somebody to, um, investigate that, improve that the brake system that basically there wasn't anything wrong with the suspension before the brakes okay. went out and truthfully the suspension issue was something that routinely had to be repaired about every two years on the escape mm-hmm. and it was past due from when so we probably had it coming and that probably just accelerated the need to oh, okay so they okay so they paid for the the labor for they the paid suspension for, yeah oh okay okay i get you i thought they weren't paying for the brakes i'm no 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 they no, they paid for all of that. They were like, okay. yeah, we got that. Well, so, it, cool. I mean, yeah, all in all, it, it ended up coming out 
working out well. Uh, but highlights of my week, I guess, I saw Empire of the Sun. Uh, for those of you who know the song Walking on a Dream, um, they're an Australian rock band and they're almost like art rock in the sense that like they create a hard rock. Well, they like where it's Did not you say just art or alt. Art rock. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Um, where I've basically they create term. art rock? Yeah. Well, it's basically like, you know, imagine being at a show where it's not just them playing and it's not just them having like a colorful set. Like they had a giant screen. Uh, there was like action scenes. There was like, you know, instrumentals that led into it. There's like this whole overwhelming theme of of the show it wasn't just them playing their music or playing their that the album because it was the 10 year anniversary of the walking on a dream album mm-hmm. tour that's what it was and so um this whole the show that we got and they they do a different show every show that's what i'm told basically and ours was like a i don't even know how you call it, it was almost like um a Oceana meets Asia space opera. Like, it was fucking cool. It seems really high concept. It was really cool. Um, like, as I was watching it, I was like, man, I went from having moments of being like, I'm glad I didn't invite any of my other friends to this because this might be a little too weird for them to being like, I would love for these certain friends to be here because they would fucking love and get this concept of what's going on hmm. um, it was fantastic though great show uh, I would give it probably a 7.7 out of 10 uh, there are some songs I didn't know so I didn't wasn't as connected but even not being connected to the individual songs I was connected to the art and the story that they were telling us. plus they had these two dancers who were just like it was crazy it was really really cool um. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I saw something on Instagram that you posted. It was like a laser light thing. Is that what that was? Yep, that was part of the show. Um, they had this like laser light. Th- that portion of the show, um, they were like projecting lights as if we were like charging your spaceship up to fly out into space. Mm-hmm. And so. It was really cool because like the first the ladies came out and they se- sort of seemed like um like bridge crew but then as the laser lights came out they came out and formed like the wings of the spaceship and we're dancing and it felt like uh i'll give you the impression that the stage was moving by the way they were dancing because it was like a ship curving and moving it it was pretty sweet that is something i think i would check out but i could imagine myself being like this is too much i'm gonna bounce See, that's, you know what's funny about that? So they ended, uh, their main show with the last songs on the album. And then, you know, they left to do the encore. And he came back out, thanked the crowd. And he's like, I'm just going to play, you know, like four songs from, from my other albums. And, you know, we can't wait to come back. And so I listened to the first song on the encore and then left and got tacos. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've seen enough. Right. I got to hear the songs I wanted to hear. I got to experience this art rock show the art's done time to get some fucking tacos okay um i wonder do they have like music videos or that might give you an impression of i'm sure they i'm sure they do 
Huh, I'm sure I'll they do because they, they they've been around for a while. Okay, I'll have to check them out. Yeah, Empire of the Sun. Best yeah, concert yeah. you've been to, like recently, uh, or how's uh, it ranking? No, I would still give it up to the Jukebox of Ghosts. That show was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Although the Open Mike Eagle and Samus Video Dave show was great, just they weren't the headliner, so. They lose that show. They don't lose points, but that show loses points because the headliners were garbage. Really? Bad white rap. Like House of Pain style rap, but worse than House of Pain. Was that a show where everybody was there for for uh, open mic? For the most part, I would say about as soon as open mic was done and then it was obvious he wasn't coming out of the green room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say probably 45% of the concert left. But like wow, that, that's rough. That, 50, that 55 that stayed were fucking there for it. Did you and stay I was for like, the whole thing? Is... I listened to three of their songs and I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I think I Ubered after that. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to Uber and make some money. That's um, funny. Yeah, no, it was not good. It was not good. Well, in, uh, yeah. in other uh, Carson Corner stuff, um, Wild Classic, Jonathan, have you decided what you're going to roll? I'm waiting for you to tell me what I'm going to roll because I I want to roll something that's easy, and but I also want to roll something that's fun. And I don't know what that... Everyone's like, go Hunter, it's just simple. And I'm like... I, I hate when people <laughs> say shit like that. Well, here's the thing. like From what I hear about it, it's like... I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's that. Not that it doesn't sound like it's that simple. It doesn't sound like it's that fun. The Hunter is a fun class. I'll say that. It can be. See, but... Everyone says it can be. No one's like, oh, definitely is. Like people, you talk about like um, shaman or priest or everyone's like, yeah, yeah, you're doing this. And, and it, it makes sense when people explain. When you talk about Hunter, everyone's like, well... So I, I, I feel like I'm not sure I want to do that. Here's the thing. Like, Hunter, when they, they kind of watered the Hunter down and made it more casual, friendly in later um, expansions, it was like you just sit there and, and, you know, do your thing without much thought. But then, like, but in Vanilla, it was like there was you, – you could be a bad Hunter and do really well. That's what it is. You know, um, but, but I think, I don't know. I, I had a hunter for a bit. I had fun with it, but I, it's not something I would be like, oh yeah, everybody should run out and be a hunter. Uh, I don't know. Like it, I had a lot of fun with the rogue, but if you want, it does, there's a learning curve, but that's the thing. That's what getting the 60 and playing your character is all about is learning the ropes. So here's my thing. I want something that's going to keep me engaged. And I wouldn't mind doing something. Because I know a lot of it is going to be uh, doing it on my own. So I want something that is going to keep me going. And it's not just going to be like, kill this creature, skin this creature, trade in its skin for leather, yada, yada, yada. Like I mm-hmm. want something where I'm like, I feel like I'm doing more... Than just the basics. And I also kind of want something so that when we raid, I have an important role. So you don't want to just button mash? Yeah. Well, then I would say 
if you want something fun and you don't want to be a hill or a tank, then I would say, I don't know, uh, rogues are nice for that. Um, I had a lot of fun with the mage. And then, of course, if you went with, like, a priest or something, at least then you'd have the option to switch to a healing roll if you wanted to. What are you rolling with? I'm I'm rolling paladin. Paladin is my bread and butter. What do and paladins do? They um they can heal, DPS and tank. Um, but in vanilla, Ooh. I'm probably gonna be a holy paladin, which means I'll heal and stuff. And and that's because from what I understand, like I didn't play a paladin in in uh, vanilla because I I was horde and horde don't have paladins. Um, but I rolled one with the next expansion, Burning Crusade, and never looked back, kind of a thing. So, I'm I'm going to go with a paladin and just heal through vanilla, and when they let Burning Crusade or whatever, then I'll probably tank. I'm gonna see if, how bad the tanking is for a paladin, because like, from what I hear, people are like, oh yeah, paladins weren't good tanks of vanilla, so. Hmm. But, but, you know what, I'm... I'm not saying I'm the best tank in the world, but I'm pretty I'm pretty damn good. Like I'm pretty solid. I'm pe- up there. Yeah, people don't die. People don't die when I'm tanking. I'll just say that. If I, I kind of if I have a good healer, yeah, we we, we gotta get through it. So I'm gonna see if if that will hold over in vanilla. Well, if you're gonna tank, then I might heal and we can combo shit up. I like that. Then I like that. I would say if you want to heal, if you don't want to be a paladin or something uh oh you should be a druid then oh yeah 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 because a oh, druid you could do just about everything really you could because they have a rogue type form um they have a healer they have a tank too if you were like later on you're like i want to maybe i want to tank and then they also have a uh, dps with their boomkin so oh, and yeah. yeah and like i at least I, I didn't do a ro a, a a druid until Burning Crusade, so I don't know if this is true in vanilla. But I know in Burning Crusade, uh, and and granted, this was also later after I had a couple um one or two maxed out characters. So like my boom kit, my druid had a lot of help along the way, but um, it was kind of easy to level no matter what spec I chose. So so I'm assuming that's true for. Uh, uh, vanilla too, but yeah, you, that's what you should do. Go with a boomkin. I mean, uh, uh not boomkin. I mean, boomkin is one of the forms, but a druid. Oh yeah. Well, when it gets closer to time, um, y'all, I'll have you help me set that up. And I'm because I'm committed. I'm gonna pull away from uh PUBG probably for the next six months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting my PlayStation Four play in right now. I'm I'm working on Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I'm working on um, Watch, not Watchmen. Uh, I can't remember the other. Maybe it is. It's not Watchmen. What's the, it doesn't matter. There's another PlayStation Watch Dogs. game. Watch Dogs. There you go. Watch Dogs Two. Um, putting some work in on that, and then I'm going to um, finish some Mortal Kombat and probably do the new uh, Assassin's Creed. But once August comes and it's mm-hmm. and it's classic time. Or vanilla, a new term I learned today. Uh, I will be dedicating myself to that for sure. 
I cannot wait to get back into some WoW. Yeah, uh, even um, John Clark is in, even though he's not on Twitter. Oh he's yeah, like, yeah. So uh, are we setting up a Reddit page for that? Is that what we're gonna do? Uh, I thought I heard someone talk about that. Oh really? I I missed that then. I missed that. I'll I don't know. I'll I'll post something in the uh, Twitter thread and be like, "Yo, I got a buddy who's not on Twitter but wants to be in." A long time WoW veteran. Um, I told him about it at the bar, and he was just like, "In it, I'm in." He's like, "You let me know, I'm in." Good, good. Um, More the merrier. Indeed. Uh, but continuing the Carson Corner, uh, you had some. You had a bunch of drama this week. Yeah. So I don't know if we talked about this, but if we did, I'm talking about it again. But um, I found out that uh, I guess they they caught the guy who or. Yeah, I don't know if this guy just told on himself by trying to get the damage from the hit and run fixed with his insurance, but we did uh, find the guy who hit my car, and I contacted the police or whatever, and they didn't know about it, but uh, I found out because I got a refund from my insurance, and um, they were like, yeah, the guy was uninsured or whatever, and I was like, well, this is all news to me, so... Uh, found out, and then I got a letter from his insurance company, and they're like, "Yeah, he didn't have insurance at the time, um, so uh, we're, we can't. Co- sorry, not sorry, we're not covering this shit, or whatever." I was like, "Whatever." So um, I contacted the police, and they're gonna. Here's the thing: even though I got that letter, that doesn't prove that the person that was covered was the one that drove the car when it got hit. So they really can't do anything about it. One of those things, which sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess it sucks, but I also feel like you. It's nice that you're getting your money back. Yeah. Um, it would be the only good, the only downside to this is that like you can't sue them in small claims court. Yeah, and that's the thing too, because like honestly, I don't even know if, even if I knew who the person was, I don't know that I could sue in small claims court because. You know, I, I signed these, like, documents or whatever during the total that, you know, the insurance company was going to take over and handle all that stuff. So, like, even if I knew who the person was, the insurance company, I think, like, USAA is the people that would go after him, not me. Yeah, I well, I think you could still sue him in small claims court. I, I think you could sue him. You just couldn't sue him for, like, the damage to your car. You could sue him for, like the rental costs for but that's the thing there were no rental costs because it was covered by my insurance you still had to put gas in that car that's true i i could sue him for what forty (laughs) dollars sue him for forty also for pain and suffering yeah i guess like that's what i was thinking too but but like you had to buy a new car that's true that's true i mean i guess there are things that like if i wanted to be petty i could do sue or whatever, but I I, just, I don't know how. It, it might be it might cost more to try and do all that than it would be whatever I could get. Cause like also you have to take it to the fact that um I kind of came out well I didn't come out ahead because I have to buy a new car you know, but I kind of came out ahead in that the refund like my every the check that I got from my from my insurance and all that covered the loan with this refund it covers the loan right 
And I'm actually up maybe like $300 or so. Something like that. Two, 200 and change. I don't know. I haven't done the, the total math, but I don't know. It is what it is. Right. So, what? Pain and suffering. Yeah. But I don't know if I can get pain and suffering when I wasn't in the car at the time or, you know. It's the pain. Yes, you can. It's not the fact. Pain and suffering isn't meaning you are physically in pain. It means what happens when, you know, when you're inconvenienced and you're harmed by someone else's action. Right. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't even miss work or anything. You were harmed. (laughs) And from what I understand, pain and suffering is really hard to prove. Not in small claims court, man. Hmm. That motherfucker's guilty. Because the judge is really going to side with the guy who drunk drove down the street hitting a bunch of cars. But that's the thing. I can't prove that he was drunk driving or that he was even in the car at the time. Someone needs to suffer. (laughs) Anyways. Anywho. Also, uh, in, in, I guess, other news, um, uh, my room, my nasty-ass roommate moved out last week uh, and when I say moved out I mean was kicked out <laughs> get out <laughs> apparently he wasn't paying rent and shit or or paying it really late like like on the 22nd he'd pay rent for the month damn for the month that he's already in yeah 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 That's and, and other shenanigans like that that so, is bold as fuck right I'm, I'm glad he's gone I'm so glad he's gone he's a nasty motherfucker dude Dirty ass. Dirty ass motherfucker. You know, like, like, how do you not flush the toilet? How How do you not flush the toilet? See, that one for me is disgusting. Like, it, if you live as a married couple, you get to do that once every seven to ten years. And if you're doing that with strangers? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. For real? Why is that a conversation anybody, any grown adult needs to have? Yo, Why is um, I need you to flush I the toilet flush so the that your toilet, shit dude. and piss isn't sitting in the toilet for hours. Right. Poisoning the air that we're all breathing. You nasty motherfucker. But yeah, so so he's gone. And then, like, here's the thing, too. Like, he didn't move out when he was supposed to, technically. Well, yeah, well, no technical. He, uh, on the 31st, he Motherfucker can't pay rent on time. You think he's going to move out on time? Right. And then, like, the next day... He comes around at like three in the morning trying to get his shit or whatever. Is knocking on the door. I'm like, I'm not getting up. Fuck that noise. Because we have those uh like um locks and shit that like the smart locks. You know, you enter a code or whatever. So his code was taken out when when uh he was supposed to be out or whatever. So so he comes by trying to and can't get in. Is knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. I'm like, it's three o'clock. Fuck your fuck your couch, right? And then he comes back at like six or seven again. I'm like, no, fuck your couch. You need to come back at regular time, right? Yep. And then he comes back at eight or nine, right? And has the cops with him. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll get up and deal with this right now, you know? And, but apparently, like, because he had was given notice or whatever, I could have just not let him in, you know? I could have been like, Fucker, no, you know, that's on you. We own your stuff now. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, it's not my place, so I'm like, whatever. It's, that's not on me, you know, so I was yeah, like, get your shit and get go. Get your shit bro. and go, right. That, that's kind of where I was coming from. So 
Then he comes by the next day again. Like, he didn't get everything the first time. I'm like, whatever. I was like, listen, you need to get everything today because I'm not dealing with yeah. this tomorrow. And so he, he gets all his shit and, uh, yeah, so he's gone and don't have to deal with his stupid ass anymore. Nasty ass. Nasty ass. I mean, he's, ass. A, he's a toxic kind of individual. Like, I... He, he always was coming in yelling at somebody on the phone. I'm like, I don't understand how anybody could stand your ass. You know, I mean, he lost his job recently because he went on a trip and then was like, I'm just going to take sick days or whatever. Sick days that apparently he did not have. <laughs> mm, and and then and then his, fl- his uh, flight was delayed by like three hours. So he, he was saying... And this is all stuff that I overheard because he's so loud and doesn't have a problem sharing all his information or whatever. And he went to work from the airport in flip-flops and shorts and a t-shirt and was like, listen, I just got here. My flight was delayed or whatever. And and they were like, you know what? Just go home. (laughs) And he was like, I understand you're going to have to write me up or whatever. And they were like, yeah, 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 just go home. Uh, We're we going to write you up. <laughs> right. 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 Because I was like, you're totally ignoring, you know, the, the the whole point that you were supposed to be there that weekend and you weren't. So even though your flight was delayed and that's why you weren't there today, that just compounds the fact that you were supposed to have been there all weekend. <laughs> weekend. Exactly. Like, like, nah, man, if you, if your flight's delayed, you just don't go in that day. You're still sick. Right. Right, right. And another thing, man, you can't be like, my flight was delayed when you said you were sick. Yeah. Well, you got sick in another city? <laughs> that you had to fly to? Right. That's so bold. You, you flying for healthcare? What, what's going on here? You fly out to Canada? Is that it? Your dude lives in Canada. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, why don't you go home? Exactly. Nah, why don't you go home? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was like, that's that's some bullshit. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so he's gone and I'm so happy. It's so nice to not to, to and, and then like the day after he was gone and everything was moved, I went in that bathroom like like some dog on uh CSI tech. Fucking dog on <laughs> Chernobyl style. Yeah. I mean and I was just suit. Right. <laughs> Cleaning it. Like anything he left behind, I was like, Oh, it's gone now. You don't yeah. you didn't take it? It's going in the trash, and like yep. I cleaned that thing down. I mean, you could eat off that floor. It's so so clean now. Oh my god. Ah uh, well, that is um addition by subtraction right there. Yeah. So I'm in a but, good place. Yeah. You know, all in all, it seems like everybody uh, had a little bit of trauma, mm-hmm. but it all ended up well in the end. Um, I I think that's it for the Carson Corner. Why don't we uh, see what's going on? And yeah. what's going on is uh, Trump fucking up. I mean, he's always fucking up. You know but... what I really wanted Harry to do on that trip? I wanted him to hit Trump with a uh, a, a uh, milkshake. You know, do you know how if Prince Harry. Hit the president of the United States with a milkshake, dude. Trump might have killed himself. <laughs> like 
That dude does not like to be embarrassed. If that had happened to him, and not just had it happen to him, like it would be bad if a regular British citizen did that. Because, you know, Fox News would be like, that person needs to be arrested. He needs to be thrown in jail. They should expedite him for an assault on the president. If the prince did that to the president, no one would be like, he needs to be arrested. Because you're not going to say that about the prince of a fucking nation. They would just be like, yo, he just made the biggest fucking statement. I think Trump would have to just... Just the imagining that happening like i would think like secret is not going to draw on the pre- on the prince you know they would they couldn't do anything they would no one would be able to do anything people would just have to sit there and watch it happen right like he would be there he'd be <laughs> drinking like a shake and the thing about it the thing for me would be like i i it would make me wonder how harry could do it because like if he was just sitting there like drinking had a drink or and you know he pulls out a shake out of a bag and just hits him with it like the secret service wouldn't they're not like you said they're not gonna pull on him if they even have guns if they're even allowed to have guns uh in like inside of buckingham palace like if mm-hmm. that were to where it were to happen um everyone would just be like he just hit the president with a shake and then they'd probably you know, move Trump somewhere else in the building. Harry, I'm sure, would be removed. You probably wouldn't see him for the rest of the weekend. But, like, if that shit got caught on film, It'd or if it happened live, dude, that shit would be in history books. That would probably have a bigger effect than, like, any of the, uh, like, the election uh, movements or campaigns or anything like that. Right, I would that be, would like, be fucking a direct impeachment. statement. <laughs> That's a direct statement. We don't even need impeachment anymore. There would be people dressed up as milkshakes after all of his rallies moving forward. He would be embarrassed in front of all his people who like see him as his macho dude. Like, right? Because I think he would have to leave. Right? He would just have to leave oh, because he can't sit leave. there. He can't just he sit there with milkshake on him. Not only would he not be able to sit there with milkshake on him, I think he'd leave. I think he'd go immediately to the airport and leave the country. And not only that, I think that'd but... be it. And he'd never be able to go back. Not I don't know only... if he could go back to Europe. <laughs> but, but I also wonder, I have to wonder what, um, uh, you know, like, like what would his, his kids do? You know, um, because everyone has to leave. You think so? You, you don't think everyone Jared, and, you don't think Jared and uh, Ivanka just stay oh there? God. Listen, he, I think they'd have to leave just to console him. Cause I literally think he might have a psychological break. <laughs> of being embarrassed like that because here's the thing if it happened in private mm-hmm. and only like a few photographers got photos of it you know maybe someone tries and gets their film if it happened live like sky news is broadcasting it happens and then you know within three minutes it's on cnn it's on msnbc it's on fox news maybe like Holy shit. Because first people are going to be like, that's embarrassing as fuck. But then once they tie it to all the other fascist people who are getting milkshake. Right. Because that's the thing. Like, he, he said some, like, messed up. Well, not, not the most messed up things he's ever said, but like, he, mm-hmm. he had some things to say about, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Merc, Angela Merkel. N- uh, yeah, but but um. Uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Harry's wife. Harry's wife. Uh, um. See, uh, and, and this is what happens when you're not a pop culture 
you know, when, when like, that's not, not your thing. Um, uh, isn't her name Megan, M- though? Megan. Harry. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just Megan gonna look it Markle. up. Megan Markle. Markle. That's the reason why it sounds oh, so. Oh, Merkel, Merkel, yeah. Megan, yeah, Megan Markle. Markle. Yeah. The Duchess he, of Sussex. Yeah, they said that she was a nasty woman or some other shit like that. So it was like one of those things where, like, you, you know, and then you could see it in his eyes when, when they met that, like, he was not happy to have to, you know, shake this dude's hands or whatever. So I was like, yeah, man, he, imagine he if he just hit him with that Hit him with that shake. Yeah, if he was and like... Just hit him with a perfect spiral like he's been practicing his American football toss. Just, yeah. Ah! Hits him right in the chest, explodes all over his chest. Some of it gets in his face and into his hair. I'm not going to lie. These are the it, things that it, dreams it, are made right. of. If he did something like that, I'd have to uh, apply to become a U- uh, UK citizen. Like, oh, my God. Expat with... The, I'd be like, we're we're selling everything. We're moving <laughs> to England. This, to this is the anything. country that I need to I need to belong to. <laughs> Be like, uh, I'm running the uh, first American Prince Harry Club. Right. He's invited. Ha- lifetime invitation. Harry lifetime, <laughs> a Lifetime invitation to the barbecue, as they say. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, so Trump went over there and did his thing and was like, I want to meet with these, all these people who are, are not prime minister yet, but will be or whatever. And like uh, a lot of some of them, to their credit. They were like, "That's not how this is done. That's not how we do things in in, in, in over here." You know, like uh, we don't meet with foreign leaders unless we have the, you know, power to do that. I, I know you like to meet with Russians before you're president, but uh, we oh. don't do that. But uh, so yeah, so that happened. I guess what the hell is going on with with Brexit? Is that happening? You know, like, well, so they've had. They voted for it, but mm-hmm. now every package um, that they're attempting to do with the EU is falling apart because people voted for the idea of it, but the practice of it doesn't make any sense for their economy and for the 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 way the EU has been working over the last, you know, through its existence, basically. Yeah. Um, and so Theresa May, the current prime minister, has resigned because she's lost five votes in a row. Like, she can't get the deal done. So, and like, now, here's the thing, though. I heard she resigned, but isn't she still... She's prime minister until a replacement is... is okay. Because, like, I, I think I saw... Hanging on for. I, I saw someone somewhere where they were like, yeah, she is extending her resignation or something like that. She's basically waiting for them to vote, but none of the houses want to vote because no one wants a fucking job. Because no one wants to deal with Brexit. Right. No one really wants to deal with it. Hmm. That's, that's one of those things where it's like the dog chasing a car and, and it does it literally has no clue what the fuck to do with the, this. Oh car yeah, no. It, exactly. It's just like now what? And, and it's like they got to do something because the EU is like fuck your couch. Oh, the EU's giving them their last extension and says, listen, you guys got to figure this out. Or we're just going to kick you out based on the original yeah. agreements. And, and that shit's going to hurt way yeah, more than it. Yeah, a uh, no-deal Brexit is going to fuck them over. Yeah. It's going to be and interesting to see. I don't know. It's like, it's like having a pimple on your face and deciding that you're just going to pull your whole face off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes beyond... 
cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Trump was treated by protests, um, inflatable Trump baby floats. Um, they put a statue of Trump sitting on a toilet, angry tweeting in his underwear. Like it's, <laughs> man, it's British, that's some next British, level. Man. That's some next level uh, shade. Like, and I, that's I the love thing. It. People it, get all people pat cat pat themselves on the back to, with the protests that we do here in America. And I'm just like, y'all don't know shit about protests. You see some French and some British protests and European protests. That shit is next fucking level. It's not just higher intensity. It's just so, so much more intelligent. Right. It's a it's an art form almost. Mm-hmm. You got to come correct there, you know. Just can't they have will things. Laugh at you. Right, right. You can't just have keep your hand out or, or try to touch this pussy or something like that. You gotta, you exactly. gotta, you gotta do, gotta do more. You gotta do more. Come but um, yeah. So in other Trump news, uh. I guess Trump just finalized, well, he didn't finalize the deal. He is the king of solving problems that he creates and taking credit for, you know, fixing something that he broke, you know, and, um, with Mexico, there aren't going to be, there are supposed to be terrorists that are supposed to, uh, kick in, uh, Monday. And he's like, yeah, we have a deal with, uh, Mexico and they're not, they're going to, uh, you know, do what we want and curb, um, immigration and stuff. So. Yeah, we're all good. I fixed it. I got it. It's a deal. And, like, the truth of it is that there are too many people who are going to lose too much money over this if he put those tariffs in. And, and those people are like, you need to fix this, like, right now. You know, we, we're not, you can have your trade war with China, but you can't have a trade war with Mexico. And, and he found a way to, to get a win out of it. Not not really. He didn't. I mean, this is no. all just spin. Like, if you think that this is a win, then, you know, God You're a bless Republican. you. Right. You're a Republican. That's, well, that's what that is. It, but here, here's the thing. Like, I don't even think you can say you're a Republican. You're just a Kool-Aid drinker. Because even the Republicans were like, um, we, we can't do this. You can't do this. You know, they were, they had, if you believe the reporting, had enough votes to override a veto if this, if he tried to put this in effect. He would have taken a big L. A bigger uh, L, I should say. Exactly, a bigger L. Because that's the thing, like, I saw this report this morning um, on BBC America, and they are just like, if he had done the tariff like he was threatening on Friday or on Monday, there were like 415,000 American jobs when I'm in lost immediately. Yeah. Like... I mean, we're talking about costing, like, states like Texas and Florida, like, billions of dollars. At this point, again, like I said, I'm damn near full anarchy, where I'm like, if this is what it takes for us to get better leadership, then some, I guess the house is just going to have to burn a bit. And if we don't get better leadership, like, if he does do this tariff, a trade war with Mexico, and a bunch of people lose their jobs and lose money... And it harms our nation's economy, and people vote for him again. Then we deserve everything we get. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from because, like, he's doing a lot of damage. That that is not something that you you can like hand wave away or anything like that. But at the same time, I don't know. It's like he's doing a lot of damage. Yes, but 
how have things really changed all that much? Like, like for instance, I think would things be all that different under a Hillary Clinton presidency? And I almost think that things would be in the long run worse off for people like socially speaking if that makes sense because like i don't think the me too movement would have happened never would have happened i don't think we'd have all these people out here you know all these people are like i'm I'm running to be president or i'm running for all this office i don't i think we would have just had a band-aid over the status quo you know well we needed to go we needed needed something how bad it could be right to get people off of the sidelines and like, and that's the thing. Um, that's what kind of worries me sometimes. Cause I'm like, what is it going to take? I, this country would be so much better. if Four white people were better educated or better informed. I should say not better necessarily better educated, better informed because the fact that they allow themselves to continue to vote for people who harm them, like small farmers, why are you voting for Republicans? Yeah. They're destroying your industry. They're wiping you out because the big farmers who support them, who lobby for them and give them money, they can weather these things. They can afford to lose 80% in one year or even two years, even 10 years. Because they know that when shit comes back, they'll still be there. You can't take this. Exactly. And they're still like, you know, he harmed. he's harming the wrong people mentality. He's taking my... Whenever I hear these these stories of like my wife, my husband got deported, but I still trust in him. I still believe in his path. And I'm like, well, then you're a fucking idiot, and you deserve what you get. Yeah, and and I almost blame the the people married to them. Like you, as an illegal, uh, not illegal, doggone, wow, as an undocumented citizen or whatever, you know, if you were married to somebody who could be so cavalier about what would happen to you, then you know what? They, you kind of brought that on yourself. I, I, don't, not- I don't feel sorry for people like that, for these people who voted, who, who shot themselves in the foot and are being harmed, you know, who voted on, on like bigotry and, and, and ignorance and hatred. Fuck those I'm people. Not- and I Imagine- hope they all lose their farms. Imagine being a slave in a middle state that doesn't, where they don't have slavery, or maybe they have a laissez-faire. It's like it's not like slavery, slavery, and they're being a vote, and you being secretly married to like a white person, and they're voting on whether or not to put this guy in office, and he's like, "If I get in office, I'm sending those slaves back to the south." And you being like, oh, I don't think he'll send. I'll think he'll send the bad slaves. He won't send yeah. the good ones. I I just have no sympathy for. I feel bad for the kids. I do not feel bad for the people because it's like you voted for this guy and now you're being punished for what he's doing. What he said he was going to do. Yeah, because I mean, if if you're ever if ever anyone ever says that you're one of the good ones, that's somebody that you should not be hanging out with because in their mind anybody that's not you is that you're one of the bad in their mind anybody that's not you is bad you know and you're bad too but they just happen to know you that's the only reason you know because think about it people that think like that to to the people that don't know you you're one of the bad ones 
and you would be one of the bad ones to the person that says you they love you, except they know you. Exactly. You, know? you happen to be a stranger on the street instead of their friend, their spouse, or whatever, you'd be one of the bad ones. Get away from that person. They're mm-hmm. poisonous. They are they toxic. Are. So, you know, it is... Like I said, I do feel bad for the kids, but I don't feel bad for these adults who, who this is what they chose. Yeah, hundred you know, percent reaping what you're sowing. Like so, these people are like, "Oh, I'm in Mexico and I don't speak Spanish," and I'm like, "Well, you know what? Should have married someone better." Yeah, you should have married someone better. Should have married someone um, who cared. And that's the thing. Like I, I found out this week that a friend of mine, um, who's been married to this woman for a couple of years they have two kids together uh, she's lived in this country for nine years but she got pulled over for something mm-hmm. arrested and because she's undocumented even though they're going through the process of getting her legalized since they are she's married to an american citizen she's facing this court charge and because she's undocumented she has a very high bail um and even if she is able to get out on bail, um, ICE, ICE might be there to pick her up. Might be there to pick her up. And it's just like, this woman's lived basically mo- her entire life in this country. And because our fascist-like administration is running things, she's being affected by the ill actions of others. Uh-huh. It's fucked up. And that's the thing, I... I don't know. I, I, I talked to a buddy online today, or not today, this week, about like something he had posted that I and another guy took offense to because it was one of these both sides isn't like someone had thrown a, a, oddly enough, a milkshake on some guy at a rally in London. And they were like, oh, what happened to the tolerant left? And, and I was just like, dude, you can't post these videos. Like, this is propaganda. Like, like they, they purposely are only showing seven, to 12 seconds of this on for a reason not only uh, that but i'm sick and tired of people are like what about the tolerant left is like we do not have to tolerate the intolerable like not like, only well so this if you're is an my asshole part. then don't think that we have to tolerate you know you being hate an speech asshole. and you being exactly. an asshole. just because you think you can call me a racial slur doesn't mean that you won't get hit in the face or doing that right like you might think you have the freedom of speech to do that but you might also deal with the consequences of someone who doesn't care about your freedom of speech punching you in the face. Yeah, and and we we should move on. Um, and I guess that's a great transition to um, like some racist shit that was happening just around in the last couple of weeks. Um, there was this. Well, I guess I don't know if this counts as as racism or anything, but uh, a man jumped on the stage at a Kamala Harris event and, and grabbed the grab the mic or something um because like a lot of people are making a big deal about this uh just wondering like what your thoughts on because as i well first of all you shouldn't do that period that's just stupid you know because what what if somebody decides you know i mean that is a threatening that thing and you know somebody might decide that hey i need to protect myself and that could end badly for you i need to protect myself here are my first three thoughts about that incident one where the fuck is security? Yeah. How is someone able to get that close? Let's say instead of wanting to grab the mic to do his animal whatever bullshit, he had a knife and just stabbed her three times in the chest real quick, which he could have done because the moderator was the first person who who 
got to him and that was still three or four seconds like you know and here's the thing having grown up during the uh back in the early 80s not early 80s mid to late 80s maybe in the early 90s when monica sells got stabbed at wimbledon i think mm-hmm. it was or the u.s open it was one of those two i thought after that that shit would just never happen again like allowing people to get that close to fucking not just celebrities but like you know politicians like i don't understand how that happened number two the opposite of terrible if you're in that group and you want to do a protest like that one yeah, maybe not a good one one but don't send a white dude yeah. like have we learned nothing yeah, yeah. Like I find, mean, right. Find Kanye. I, not even find Kanye. I would don't send a dude. Like if you're gonna grab a mic from a woman's hand, have it be another woman. I'm not saying that's better. I mean, it's not. It's still rude as fuck. But it the looks better. Right, right. Look better. It's less threatening. You're like, for as Kamala Harris probably wouldn't. Not, I don't know. That she'd be. She'd probably still be freaked out. But like having a dude who's bigger and tall and like towering over you because i think she was sitting down yeah i like, mean that's and just... then you have the optics of a white guy trying to take the voice away from a black woman. from not just a black woman who the, whose mic he stole but the black mo- female moderator as well you're just yeah. like stomping it's the optics don't look good because even if you have an important message no one wants to hear it after that point right and of course you know he's ap- he stopped apprehended police finally get him and he's not even charged. Like. But, I mean, what would they charge him with? Just. Like, I, I heard a lot of people complain that he was. Trespassing. Wasn't anything. I Just. Even if you throw it out when he gets to the prison, he should spend the night in jail. Because okay. uh, I'm sorry. Me as saying. a black right. dude. Okay. If I did okay. that to Trump. Or if I did that to Mitt Romney, even. You think I'm not going to jail? You make a good point. You make a good point. And that's the thing I'm so sick of. Like justice in america it's just like i i feel like we need to go to a common law system where it's just like here are the people who have been charged with this crime here are their extenuating circumstances we can drop this from this guy it's his first offense it's this this is what you get instead of being up to people's discretion all the time because the fact that he's not even charged there's a mom who I just read about this today, who put her baby in the freezer and left it there. And someone found it and saved it, and the baby survived. She got two years probation. What? Two okay, years probation. That's insanity. You that's... want to guess what color her skin is? Well, I, 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 need, I already know. Like, I don't even have to guess. Like, two... It... Let's move on. Um, yeah, in, just in, in other races, uh, shit. Uh, two uh, men, some men were kicked out of an Airbnb. Everybody was talking about that by an Asian woman and her uh, white boyfriend, and they were called monkeys and shit like that. And uh, her name was put out there, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything really. I mean, they were kicked off of Airbnb, so they can't do use that anymore to try and make money. But it doesn't seem like like I didn't feel like they got the same treatment as a. Uh, barbecue betty or or permit patty or anything like that like it didn't seem like people were out there doxing her or maybe i just missed it but like i still think it's kind of ongoing because mm-hmm. the the woman and the boyfriend did an interview uh and then 
quickly walk back some things and then sort of just shut off all their social media. So we they may not be knowing like with a newspaper where they were just like, cause uh-huh. they, according to them, they had told the men like five times to turn their music down. Um, which evidently is completely opposite of what like other independent people have reported. Cause which is why they walk some of that stuff back. Um, it's just because they said like, oh, yeah, they kept having all these extra people come in. But one of the extra people was a dog sitter because they had brought uh, two dogs with them. One that they were keeping in a kennel and one that was like free, just, you know, free roaming. Mm-hmm. And so like they thought that the dog sitter was an extra person. And so the dog sitter was someone they just hired uh, while in in the uh, in the area because they were, you know, they were on vacation. And the dog sitter was like, no, yeah. They're like, I got there to watch the bigger dog so it didn't have to be in the kennel. And then all of a sudden, this lady comes up freaking out. And then she had to explain to her, like, I'm not with these guys. These guys are going out. I'm watching the dog. Hmm. And then later, that's when she was just like, one of their, their fourth friend arrived. And she was like, no, you have too many people. Your music's too loud. And then she called him a monkey. Ah, yeah, this messed up shit. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't it. A black hotel worker was called a favorite racial slur, um, a nigger by a guest over the phone. And then when she got to the hotel, he had the joy of telling her um, that, you know, she could no longer stay there and got to deny her service. And I'm sorry, it's above me. Uh, I'm sorry, it's above me. Yes, yes. And this is one of those cases where... Bittersweet. It's, it's bittersweet because then people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. We're all for you. And within, like, I mean, I've never seen somebody canceled so quickly than this dude. Because people were like, yes, fam, yeah, you got it. And then they were like, oh, have you seen some of the shit he tweets? This dude is transphobic as right. fuck. He is so problematic. Yeah, I mean, he's one of self-hatred to to the upteenth level. Like he was like yeah. saying stuff like, "Hey, I'm gay and I'm sinning, but but you trans people are, are fucking with God and fucking with nature." And I'm like, "Oh, dude." And it'd be one uh, thing if this was like in like, I don't know, in the past like 10, 20 years or not. Nah, this was like last week. <laughs> and he straight up defended that shit too. Yeah. It wasn't even like, "Yeah, he's like, no, I don't care. I'm not I'm not changing for y'all." He didn't double yeah. down. He tripled and quadrupled down he climbed to the top rope and then they put a steel cage on so he climbed to the top of the steel cage and then he jumped off the steel cage and (laughs) elbow dropped onto his comment and put his comment through a table it was insane yeah so and insane right it was just one of those things like ah man why can't people just be good people like it costs you nothing to be a good person or the very least, just shut the fuck up. And for some people, that is that even that is too expensive. It's just you know, treat treat life like you're in a fighter jet. Sometimes you just gotta pull your shit up. You know, mm-hmm. you don't gotta hit it all the time. Just because there's, it's really easy to be a dick, but it's even easier to be good because all you gotta do is not say shit. Right. And, and there are people who complain like, "Well, I just can't say anything." You probably shouldn't, you know? Yeah. Just, that's okay. You don't have to comment on everything. Everybody doesn't need to know what you have to say on, on any given subject. Especially if all the shit you're saying is just depressing shit. Like, how 
angry are you with your life? Yeah. Yeah. How hurt are you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? But that's not even it. Smoothie Kings in uh, North Carolina. Charlotte, to be exact, I believe. Yeah, uh, it's closing. the Smoothie King I go to. Well, this one wasn't at the Smoothie King I go to, but there was some other racist shit that happened at a Smoothie King that I I go to frequent. on occasion. I frequent. Yeah, uh, had to fire two employees, and they're also closing two stores over a myriad of behaviors, many of them racist. Uh, in one case, um, someone wrote Jackie Chan on the receipt of an Asian customer. Um, which I never understand why people do that. Like, do you think people don't read their receipts? Right. Like, why would you give out something that could get you fired? Especially if it's a service where it puts your name on, like, the person who puts in the order on the receipt. Yeah, because then, then you can't be like, right, it wasn't right. Me. It wasn't me. Oh, really, Charles? Because it says Charles M on here. We only have one Charles M. We only have one Charles. You're fired. Get out. You know what is weird about that too? I work with a guy. He's an Asian. He's Asian. I think he's he's an Asian, Rich. <laughs> Did I say an Asian? No, I, I said he's Asian. Um, but I think he's from Laos, if I'm not mistaken. And people call him Jackie Chan. And of course, this old white dudes. I assume gave him the name. I don't know. I can't say that for sure, but from what I know about living in this country, that I can probably rest assured that that's how that went down. But the reason I bring it up is because he knows about the nickname, and like one day somebody was like, when I first started working there, like when I was brand new, they were like, oh, you're working with uh, Jackie Chan today or whatever. Like, I was like, whoa, that's not cool. That's kind of racist. And then he was like, oh, no, he's okay with it or whatever. I was like, I'm not calling this man Jackie Chan. And then he was like, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, That's my nickname or whatever. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do with that, you know? Because, like, that seems to me, like, so incredibly racist. For one, one, you're, you're you're not Chinese. So the name doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know? And I was like, are you in a martial arts? He's like, no. I was like... That's even worse. <laughs> so, like, they're just calling you Jackie Chan because... That's the only you... Asian dude they can think of. Right. Yeah, so... And it's just one of those things is like, do I go to HR for this? You know, like, if he's okay with it, what what do you do in, in a situation like that, you know? Reported anonymously? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's just so lazy. Like, if if he's so Asian, you should you should at least call him Khan from King of the Hill, right? Like that at least makes more sense. You're like, I got you down to your specific what you call it, or you could just not again not be a racist, not be a racist about it, and then just call him his fucking name, right? And like, I don't know why you as a person would just accept that. Like, I couldn't accept that. Well, I mean, it all like, like if if they were like, my nickname is I don't know Shaft or something, I'd be like, the fuck, the fuck did you just call me? Right. Or if they're like, call no, me Shaq, Ros- Rasta because I had dreads, I'd be like, fuck you. This is uh, yeah, we're, we're going to HR about this one. 
They're gonna report you, motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, the question... Part of me wanted to report it anonymously, but the other part of me also like, but then I'm forcing this guy to deal with something that he probably has accepted. Right. That's why I was just like, okay, that's how you want to live your life. That's between y'all. Right. You a grown ass dude. Just don't expect me to. I will never call you that shit. Right. That shit will not be okay in front of me. That's so fucked up. Yeah. So anyway, um, real quick, I just wanted to talk. Yeah, man, we, we run long, but we're going to have to do something about this, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, Carson Corner went long today. Right, Carson Corner went long, but I mean, we're going to have to start narrowing our stuff down to like three epi- three top- three or four topics or something like that. Well, here, let's just finish things out with something with, with it came from Twitter. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to say just real quickly, um, Joe Biden, you had a real fucked up week this week, man. It oh, you know what? I kind of want to talk about that. Joe Biden, he had, uh, he was said to this little girl, um, he, what, you're almost as smart as you, I hope you're as smart as you No, look. you're no, almost no. as smart as you are beautiful to a 10 year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like. There's a reason this is his third time running for president because this motherfucker always like and here's the he thing can't he can't help himself like even as vice president he couldn't help himself and people were just like ah oh, that that's uncle joe you know that's uncle joe um and I don't know here's my concern and my fear that people are going to find a way to overlook this problematic bullshit that we keep seeing because they think they need a, a white guy to win. And I don't, I don't think so just because I don't think that Joe Biden's going to be able to make it in the long run without tripping over himself. No, like no, so... I, I agree with you. I, but what I'm saying is I have a fear that people will overlook all the, you know, him tripping over himself. I, I think it's just going to be too much. Like, just this week, you had um, his. He releases his like climate change plan, only to find out to, that he plagiarized it. Yep, he played. He lifted a bunch of stuff from sources, uh, which then reminded people of the fact that you know his first run for president went, was derailed because of plagiarism, uh, where he stole remarks from a um, British Labour Party speech. And also had to admit that he had been accused of plagiarism in law school. Right. And then now we have another thing where it's like, again, he's being caught plagiarizing. Like, and we haven't gotten to the debates yet. And Joe Biden's not the greatest debater. Like, it's... I don't think he has what it takes to go long term. I think the longer he's out there, the more old and out of touch he looks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like... Did you see Hickenlooper, how he got booed, basically booed off stage because he was like, socialism and democratic socialism is not the way, and people were like, get the get fuck the out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then that's the reason why I think, uh, in the end, like, Biden is a paper tiger. He, basically, the centrist establishment wing of the DNC are going to do anything to get anyone who's not a progressive. That's the reason why they put support behind Kamala Harris. Her rollout was big and then flamed out. Then they, it was Beto. That motherfucker can't be found. 
Uh, they didn't even even approach Cory Booker. Uh, Mayor Pete, they tried to prop him up, and people were kind of like, eh, I don't know about this guy. And now it's Joe Biden. Like, they'll do anything to avoid a progressive. But Joe Biden, he just, again, ending the week, crashing his plane right into the ground, flip-flopping so quickly on the um, Hyde Amendment issue. You know, he had spoken with someone um, at a rally and, and they thought that he said he would get rid of it. And he came back and was like, no, no, I'm definitely, I'm still behind it. I support uh, the Hyde Amendment. Um, I'm a religious, a deeply religious guy. And then as soon as that those comments came out, people were like, don't like that. Yeah. And then by Thursday afternoon, he's like, hey, guess who's all about um, repealing the uh, the Hyde Amendment now? You're, you're just like, dude, you're like Harley Clinton, but with way more gas. Just wherever the way the wind blows, that's where you're putting your support at that moment. Yeah, and it's so obvious that he'll say whatever he needs to say to get the votes you know that that's all that's all it is for him is is getting whoever saying what the person he's talking to needs to hear to to get their support that's what it comes down to mm-hmm. and it's it's so obvious it's like and, and and that's why you go back to the out of touch thing because he doesn't it's like you don't realize he's too old to realize that in this day and age the news cycle is not only is it 24-7, but it is immediate. Like, you say something, people are fact-checking what you say as you're saying it. You know, so this isn't the day where you could say something bullshitty and then it takes a day for people to read it in, in the New York Times when it comes on, the you know, on their breakfast table. That's not where we're at anymore. You know, so you can't just say whatever you think people need to hear and, and think yeah. that that's going to be all cool. We got you on record, man. So when you flip-flop, people are going to call you on it. You got called. Yeah, he got called. So, yeah. So th- that's Joe Biden. But uh, back to it, it came from Twitter. Uh, we had, um, th- what was this, consent and choices for kids or something about photos? Yeah, so, like, this idea that, like... It, it was really weird. It's like, uh, I can't remember if it was a, uh, oh no, it was a tweet that it was. Um, the idea that, like, a parent's not allowed to take a picture of a child that doesn't want their picture taken. Mm-hmm. Like, if the kid's like, Dad, don't do it! Like, ultimately, the, and the person who originally posted was like, ultimately, in my household, as the parents, I make the final decision if I want to take a picture of my kid or not. Um, and I was thinking about it and I was just like, I sort of understand when some people are like, oh, you know, I want my kid to have consent and to be able to feel like an individual. But the other part of me is like, you're a fucking kid. Like you, sometimes you don't get to tell me no. Oh, okay. See, I thought we were going to come down on the same side. Uh, and I'm, I side with, the the kid gets to have the autonomy to say no. I That's, don't like. I do because, like, I think you're three years old. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know shit about self. But you know what you don't like, and and I'll come at it from a personal perspective. Growing up, I I still, and this is even true now. But I did not. I'm not a touchy feely person. Like, I honestly don't like to be touched. 
for, for you know like i'll give you a fist bump or whatever and you know if i get to know you for like i don't know years or something then i'll i will tolerate you putting a hand on his shoulder or something like that but for the most part i don't like to touch like i don't like people i don't know touching me or people who are just acquaintances you know i don't like giving out hugs and shit like that you know like that's just not me but growing up my growing up mom used to like had a real problem with that and would in my opinion violate my personal boundaries by forcing hugs and and kisses and shit like that even with strangers and stuff like that and it always bugged me like i'm not saying i have a complex about it now but i i do feel like it, it sounds has, like you have a complex well yeah maybe i do but i i definitely feel like it has it has affected me negatively as as a human being as a person and like, i think that's a little different from having your picture taken because but like, no. i think but but, but I, I can see why you would say that, but I say, in my opinion, it is exactly the same thing because what you're saying is that your personal boundaries don't matter because I have some sort of power over you because you're younger or you're older. And, and I hear that you have a problem with it, but I don't care. And that's, from personally for me, that's where a mistake is being made with these parents. Like if, if you're hearing what your kid is saying and choose to ignore it, that's problematic for me. Not for me. I For me, it's just, as a child, you have certain amount of independence, but that comes with age and experience. You're not just guaranteed that shit. But you because know what you, you want, don't like. Let me, fin- let me finish. Okay. If you don't, if you want that type of independence, then go fucking live your life outside and, and really live, be an individual. But you can't do that. So as an, an individual, and me as your parent, sometimes there are things you're not going to want to do that you're going to have to do. And those are lessons that you need to learn as an as a as a child and as an individual, now the whole hugging and kissing thing, I think that's a little bit different. Um, like, I kind of think, I think if if I was a parent, I would probably up to about the age of ten be like, go hug your aunt and uncle, go hug your your brother, go hug your cousins. One because I want to make sure my kid's not a psychopath. Like, but- I think you need to have. Think you need, unless you have like, obviously there are like, there are some mental conditions where that is like a psychological trigger. Uh, but I think that there are ways that you can, I think there are things that people have to deal with to, to just basically learn how to be a human. Hmm. I could not disagree more with you on that one. I, I think, but I don't think you need to do that with strangers. Like you don't need to be doing that at with people at church. Like, I but think I, I don't think be, you need uh, to be doing that with with um family either. If if you don't want to give your and when you're old enough to to make that decision when for yourself, that, that's fine. I think but, if if you don't want to have an intimate connection with anybody, that that should not be forced upon you, regardless of I've, who that person when, is. And when and I if, feel if, if your aunt if your aunt is offended by that, then just be offended. And I understand that, but I think that is something that you have to at least try an experiment before you can just be like, no. And and for and that's the reason why picture wise, I'm just like, you're not gonna tell me I'm not gonna take a picture of you. You're my child. You're just gonna have to deal with that shit. Uh, when you're when when you're an adult and you leave this house, you're an independent adult. Do what you want. 
See, I have big problems with that. Big problems. Just don't take creepy pictures of your kid, like when they're shitting on the toilet. Don't be doing that. No one needs to see that. Stop taking pictures of your naked kids and putting them online. That's for damn sure. I'm no sick and tired of going that. down my, my uh, Facebook timeline and being like, am I on a list now? Is this child porn? Am I looking at child Is porn it, right now? Exactly. This ain't my fault. Why do you want to take a picture of your kid on the toilet and share it with the world? Why? I don't understand it. Who wants to see that picture? Do you think that's cute seeing your kid taking a shit on a toilet? That shit's not cute. That shit is gross. And you're oh, gross look. taking a picture of it. Bobby's getting potty trained. I don't need to see that shit. Bobby's not going to want to see that when he's 12, 22, 32, 42, 52, 62. There's not going to be a point where he's going to want to see himself shitting. And if he is, <laughs> he might want to check out your kid. Right. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so I guess that's something that, that came for Twitter. Something else... And we're gonna wrap up with this. Um, it seems like, uh, like I, I mentioned this because, like, I saw this a lot this week. But uh, people talking about eating ass and shit, and it seems like that that's like in vogue. And it had me contemplating and thinking. I'm like, what do you think is gonna be like, like, like? Because there's a time when like oral sex was taboo, and now it's like if that's not something you're doing, people are like, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, how, how can you like, remember when DJ Khaled came out, I was like, I don't go down on my wife. And everybody was like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Why? You know, like how, how can you be so selfish or whatever? But now it seems like, I'm not saying like everybody's out here eating ass or anything, but I mean, everyone's not out here eating ass. It's just the people who have been eating ass and now feel comfortable to be like, I eat ass. (laughs) <laughs> like the majority of people don't eat ass. I if you went through the United States, I bet it would be less than one percent. Like, I bet it would be higher than you think. I think it's just now people are talking about think, it. Higher than my I think would be two percent. I don't. I doubt there are. Let's see. We'll say three hundred fifty million people in the United States. I would be surprised if three point five million people eat ass. Hey, here here's the thing. I think you also have to take into account that there are a bunch of you know, prudes out there. There, so obviously, like, like obviously, I, I bet, I bet, we millennials. I, I would we say, kids. we gotta I, eliminate the right. oldest people. But what I'm saying is, I think with millennials, I bet it is closer to. Don't even say anything above ten percent. I, I don't know if I. Well, I could see it be close to ten percent. You're out of your mind, man. There are just not that many people eating ass. I They're think not. there are. They're not. Listen, there are more people than we think, but it is not as measurable as you think it is. It's just a vocally loud minority. That's all it is. I would love to see a study on that. But anyway, so so we were talking about that, and then it got me thinking. I'm like, what what's going to be – what is taboo now that might be, like, in vogue and popular in Cam you know, sex. 10, 20 years? Camp sex? Cam sex. Chemical oh, sex. Oh, chemical sex. What, what the fuck is no. chem sex? It's when you basically you're like you have to have drugs to have sex. Oh, so like taking ecstasy just for sex, though, not just to be rolling. Like you're literally like, I'm about to have sex. I mean, there's lots of studies that um, like people who smoke, couples that smoke more, mm-hmm. tend to have more sex. Okay, uh, but is that taboo? Is that taboo? No, well, I mean, not marijuana, but like I'm sure there it would be taboo to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go take some molly and go fuck i don't think anyone would be like oh that's normal people might understand why you would do it but i don't think it's normal and that's definitely not something you would like tell anyone 
that my wife and I every Saturday get high as fuck and fuck all the time. That's true, I suppose. But now, I mean, it might be like that might be the thing. But if, I mean, if that's the thing, that's kind of tame, long. right? That's tame, in my well, opinion. It's not, it's not tame. It's just where else can you go? You're eating asshole. Like, aside from like two girls, one cupping shit. There's like there's nowhere else you can go right now unless people are like I created a new hole like that like like that that's the only thing I can imagine shit getting wilder is like people augmenting themselves so they can like my dick never gets soft my I made a new hole I made a pleasure hole a third hole like I just you know what that, point, and that's the thing like I was thinking and like there's nothing the only places that I could think to go are places like I don't want you. Like, if that's where we're going, humanity needs to end. Like, God, man, could you imagine if, like, people are like, oh, yeah, uh, if you're not, man, if you're not pissing on your girl, then, then, then what the fuck are you doing? I'm and like, that's the thing. Unless we're shitting and pissing on people. And if you're doing that, burn this civilization to the fucking <laughs> ground. I would be that like, end program. End program. <laughs> Simulation is done. Erase all data. yeah so like i don't i don't know where you go from from there you know that would be one of those things like if i woke up 30 years in the future and that's what people were doing yeah be like go into a nuclear silo and just be like fire the missiles how many everything (laughs) like i i I don't want to have kids or anything like that but like if i found out that like that's what like my i don't know nieces or nephews or something we're doing i'd be like this world is just just no hope don't even try and save this place Mm-mm. just let it burn yeah so i don't i don't know like i don't know where you go from there i guess it's damn. just nowhere i want to go damn that's where you go but uh um, on, i guess on that yeah. note <laughs> what that's, do you think don't what do you don't need ass. Next? Don't need ass. You know y'all. what? I'm get, saying I you'll say you'll get cancer. You'll get cancer. It is not something that like I, you know, go out of my way to do or anything like that. But I'll say this: if if my woman needs that every now and again, um, you know, no, 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 no. My I, woman would like eat I my feel, asshole. I'd be like, yeah, we are breaking. We're breaking up. I feel like in a monogamous relationship, it's your duty. No. To to to, no. to no. make sure that no. their sexual no. needs are taken no. care of. No. 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 <laughs> no. It's your duty to be respectful and not make your partner eat their eat your ass out. If they if that's what they need. Then they need to go somewhere else to get that shit. They need to find a spouse <laughs> that is willing to eat their asshole out. Because here's the thing, once you've had once you've ever been with the person and you smelled their shit and their fart, their diarrhea farts, their I'm sick farts, and you're going to try and eat that asshole out? Mm-mm. The only time you would possibly get me to eat your asshole out would be the very first time I met you. And mm. I would have to be fucked up. Because the first time you fart on some eggs and shit, mm-mm. <laughs> eat my asshole out. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! You eat cabbage! <laughs> No. I mean, there are ways to do it so that's no. sanitary and shit. No, there is not. Oh, yeah, you, you're you're gonna eat and lube and shit. No, no, shit out. no, out. no, no, no. There's not. It's not clean enough. It's fecal matter. 
Literally, we we go our entire life trying to not eat shit, and you're gonna go and lick shit? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, uh uh-uh. uh, nope. <sighs> As Fen said perfectly this morning, that's the type of shit you do when you're in prison under extreme duress. I am a free individual right now. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> and on that note thank you all for listening uh, please speak your truth <laughs> tell your story and stay woke, stay woke and away from that asshole <laughs> eat that ass I'd bite uh, that ass <laughs> oh my god <sighs> You can find John at Tempe WMF on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find his other stuff at Tempe'sWorld.com. And you can find Reggie at Hedonis, that's H-I-D-D-A-N-A-S. He co-hosts In My Humble Opinion and the Cinema Chat Podcast.